Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, you're the optimist, so, Alexis. You're I am. The one you're you're no, looking for love. I'm always. I'm. We're always looking for something, and we're and I'm, we're hoping for love every single time. That's right. We do this Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've got someone who emails in is looking for a second chance, and we got to figure out what's going on. Why? Why are you being ghosted? And today, who are we talking to? We're starting with Craig this morning. Ah, good morning, Craig. Good morning. How are you? Love is in the air. I feel it. Oh. Okay, I see? like that. Good start. Very, very good. Thank you so much <laughs> for doing this and getting a hold of Holly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I need so I need help from from the both of you. So thank you for doing this for me. Absolutely. So tell us about your date with Donna. Uh, I mean, I've been single for way too long now. Um, you know, I'm a dad. I got my two kids, thirteen, seventeen. And um, I finally, you know, matched with a with a woman online, and when we went out, and it was awesome. Her name's Donna, and I just can't get her out of my mind. Oh, so okay, Craig, tell us about what happened on the date. As far as the date goes, like we played pickleball, and then we got some beers afterwards. I wanted to keep it super casual for our first date, and you know, do something fun, keep it moving. Um, plus I wanted to see, you know, like how, if she's super competitive, if she's laid back, you know, kind of like all of those under things that you just wouldn't get in a regular conversation. And I accomplished everything. It was perfect. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> a little checklist. Right, scene going yeah. on. You keep it moving. Yeah. You can check each other out. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. You can see how are how, your reflexes. Yeah. How do you handle a lot of balls? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You know, all the important things. Important things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, you play pickleball. Take us through the end of this date. Was there any hugging, kissing? Ooh. Talks we of a second date? A, we definitely had a, a long, you know, post-pickleball sweaty hug. Okay. Oh, oh. Um, you know, it was the beginning of the summer, so, you know, we were both, you know, kind of not not used to being that hot and that sweaty. Okay. And so, but we had such a great time and the chemistry was so good that, you know, we we're like, hey, let's, let's put our calendars together and we'll, we'll go out again. And, you know, nothing. Okay. Yeah. And I, I've been on other dates with other people, but I just, I can't get Donna out of my mind. Nobody liked Donna. No. Wow, when you've got that chemistry, you're feeling it. It's strong. I wonder why she's not calling you back. Can you think of anything weird, funky funk that happened? Oh, yeah. Was that a, a hug a little too funky funk, a little too mm-hmm. sweaty? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, who pulled away first? <laughs> you know, those things. No, and that's, I, I, I wish it was something that easy, but we, okay. had, we had the perfect dismount. It was like, not, <laughs> nobody was hugging too much. 
We weren't pushing each other away. It was okay. just like, this is perfect in and out. Here we go. Okay. Huh. Like, wow. All right. Well, Craig, uh, hey, thanks for telling us the story. And uh, we are here to help. Yeah. So we are going to put it. you on hold. Now, we do have Donna on the line already, but she has just been listening to elevator music. Doesn't know what's going on other than that we're going to talk to her about dating. You'll hear everything and we'll uh, get you back on in just a little bit. Awesome. You're the best. All right. Hold on, Craig. Ooh, I don't know. It's, How are you I feeling? I don't understand. I Obviously, we're good. there's more to the story. Yeah, he seems funny. And, yeah, yeah, so far, so good. I liked, you know, I, I'm, I was here for the dismount. <laughs> right. It was a perfect ten. <laughs> but well, apparently it wasn't. Uh, I guess was not. But yeah. Ooh. Let's get Donna on and yeah, let's uh, do get it. to the bottom of this. Good morning, Donna. Hey, good morning. Hi. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Sure. <laughs> we really appreciate it. No, you know, uh, oh, Holly got a hold of you to talk about, hey, we're going to talk about dating, but this is really a good thing. Okay. We're talking about a specific date with someone who would love to see you again. Do oh. Yeah, this okay. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you rem- do you remember going out with Craig? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Great pickleball player. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh. This is a positive Ooh. tone. Yes. Oh, so like the positive tone, but here's the thing, Donna. Um, uh, why for not you call back? <laughs> well, uh, um, oh gosh, I knew that was going to come. Look, it's totally me. It's not him at all. Terrific, terrific guy, and and I mean that in in the absolute most sincerest way possible. It's it's absolutely me, and not Craig at all. So, okay. So, but that. which part of you? <laughs> like, what is what is it? You know, specifically that that didn't uh, ring your bell. Mm. Oh, it's it's not that. I mean, if. If my circumstances were different, I, I'd be so into this. Like, it was such a great first date. It was casual and fun. And, you know, he's, I mean, we really, really hit it off. But it's the timing. I just, I'm crushed at work. And I, I don't know. I just, like, post-pandemic, I just haven't bounced back. I can't mm-hmm. seem to get as much accomplished as I used to. I travel a lot. I'm a, I'm an event planner, a corporate event planner, and Mm. it requires a lot of travel. And I just, I mean, I'm just so tired and I feel like, you know, I've got to work and, and I have to conserve my energy for work. So I just, it's, it's just the timing. It's just not right. Uh, You know, I just don't think dating's on the plate right now. Mm. So you're not dating anyone Mm. else right now, even. No, 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 no. And I, oh God, I just, things got away from me and I just never called them back. And that's a terrible, I mean, that's awful of me that I was, that I did that, but I, I didn't mean it. I just, I'm just so crunched at work. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't be straight right now. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Totally makes mm. sense. Uh, well, yeah. um, we have a surprise for you actually. <laughs> um, Donna, we got your number from Craig. And we talked to Craig before we talked to you, and he's heard everything you've just said, and he's on the line right now. Oh, God. Craig, 
Oh Welcome back. Oh Say hi to Donna. Good morning. <laughs> hi. I'm so sorry. I never got back to you. That that's totally on me, and I'm re- I feel terrible. I'm sorry. No, totally. It's no problem. I, in fact, I just love hearing your voice. I just wanted just, just to tell you that Aww. I had such a great time on our date, <laughs> and I would love, 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 love to get to know you more. So I would love to go out Aww. again. Oh, that's oh. so sweet of you. I... Oh, 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 Alexis. Oh. Get, get in there. Oh, my gosh. Could this be my one time in a few months? So, uh, we have we ask everyone this. We have gift cards, like a whole pile of them. Uh, and we can send... So many people don't go out again. Because <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. But are you open to a second date if we paid for it? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I look, Donna, I know you're super busy and I, look, I am as well. And I know if we make this effort, we could find a time that works for both of us. Plus, they're going to pay. It would be awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds great. I, I really wish that timing was different, but I just I just I have to conserve my energy right now. And I just think like dating and work are just it, it, they're not going to work right now. It's just not. I just can't, I just can't do it. And I've got to like honor, you know, myself and, and how Mm -hmm. much I'm, you know, I just can't stretch myself that thin. It's terrible to turn you down, but I just don't, I think dating's just off. It's just off the table at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. I hope you won't lose Craig's number. No. (laughs) Yeah. I think so much Maybe Maybe a late fall. Maybe you. a late fall rain check, a free Christmas, something. Oh, well, oh, Craig, you know what? Well, we're not you doing this. You never know. We're not doing a second chance right now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, don't lose contact with each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe the timing will find you. Yeah. And yeah. Craig, now you know. So Yeah. Now you know. I yeah. Do. Yeah. Thank um, you. You guys, wow. Thank you, All both right. of you. Thank, thank you, you both. All right. Awesome yeah. for doing Take this. Care, Craig. Oh, oh, okay, bye. Bye, bye everybody. Oh, wow. I wanted that to work. Me too. Oh. I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who oh, thinks The Bachelor no. is real. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, like, I got to respect her. She, yeah, she can't give it what she needs to give it at this point. So big ups to Donna for being honest about that. Right. And knowing but, your boundaries yeah. and what's healthy f- for yeah. her. So... Okay, oh. well, I feel like the door's still open a little bit there. A little and, bit. Uh, you never know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but our walk with them ends here. Yes, true that, true that. <laughs> Bye, maybe they'll call guys. us back in a year's time. <laughs> <laughs> and the journey ends. I have so, a feeling Alexis is still going to be thinking about this oh. a year from now. Like, it was so close. It was within our grasp. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the box that got thrown out with all the stuff yes, in it. exactly. All in the love box. Oh. <laughs> you never know. We could be hearing from them. Okay. Well, okay. I, I like your optimism. I love it. But also, let's get real. <laughs> <laughs> let's get real. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, we're about to get real because, hey, the dirt alert is... Hey, are singing insects like wasps and bees causing a buzz of concern around your home? Well, you can rely on the experts at Plunkett's Pest Control for responsible Stinging insect control. You know, I like to DIY things. If I can, I'll sure try to do it. But one thing I know 
I let the professionals handle, the skilled technicians with knowledge and protective gear. Uh, that is wasp and bee nest removal. Yeah, no, Plunkett's Pest Control, they'll come in and take care of it. Ensure the well-being of both you and the insects. Say goodbye to the dangers of DIY nest removal. And you can even sign up like I am for their annual plan where you can just call them on an ongoing basis. I've already called them three times this year for wasp removal and they come take care of it. It's just so very nice. You can also do a single service, one time only thing as well. Keeping pests in their place, not yours. Plunkets.net or use my talk keyword pest. The age of learning. This is a my talk dirt alert. Yep, it's 820 Dirt Alert time. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Colleen Lindstrom's hanging with Holly and me this morning. Jason is off. Holly, what you got? Oh, we're talking about Riley Keough on the cover of the latest issue of Vanity Fair magazine, breaking her silence about her complicated relationship with her grandmother, Priscilla Presley, among other things. Okay, so what do we learn? Because, like, this is the thing I want to hear about. Uh, Well, she said... That her and her grandmother Priscilla Presley's relationship experienced a bit of an upheaval while battling over Lisa Marie Presley's will. That That'll would be do it. <laughs> the late Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Priscilla, mother of Riley Keough. And when she was asked, an understatement, <laughs> right? You know, she was asked by Vanity Fair whether the dynamic of the family is a happy one now that now that she's been named the sole trustee of Lisa Marie uh, Presley's estate. She owns Graceland. We learned that uh, earlier this week. Riley Keough says, I'm trying to think of a way to answer it that's not a 20-minute conversation. Oh. (laughs) She said there was a bit of an upheaval, and now everything's going to be how it was. Anything that would suggest otherwise in the press makes me sad, because at the end of the day, all Priscilla wants is to love and protect Graceland and the Presley family and the legacy. You know, that's, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's so hard when you couple like the emotional strings of family relationships with the money of an estate like that of Elvis's. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's really gracious that she recognizes that for Priscilla, the thing that's the most important is preserving like her home, essentially. Yeah. And Riley Q goes on to clarify that things with grandma will be happy. You know, talking about mixing business and family. Yeah. She Ooh. just straight up is like, you know, Priscilla's my grandma. Yeah. And she said clarity's been had. And she right. adds that, you know, of course, Priscilla Presley can be buried at Graceland if she wants. Now, right. she did, Riley Keough, say that when Lisa Marie Presley died in January, pretty unexpectedly, that it caused a lot of chaos in the Uh family. She said, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms forms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com everything felt like the carpet had been ripped out of the floor and the floor had melted from underneath us she said everyone was in a bit of a panic to understand how we move forward and it just took a minute to understand the details of the situation because it's complicated i Mm -hmm. think referring to the will of lisa marie presley yeah 
Yeah. She said, we're a family, but there's also a huge business side to our family. Yeah. See, and that's the thing is, you know, I don't know. Like, I I totally lean in because I'm like, what's the drama there? Right. Like, I'm curious enough about it. But when you really like pull it apart, they're they're a family like any family. And it is complicated by the business angle of it. And I don't envy that by any stretch, Mm -mm. you know? Yeah. No, it's so relatable, for sure. Yeah. You're going to have bumpy times with your family, and yeah. hopefully, yep, the focus is the love you have for each other, and it sounds like they're getting back yeah, to that. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's from the latest issue of Vanity Fair. Well, the latest issue of People magazine has Wayne Brady in it, who's coming out as pansexual. He said that I'm doing this for me. All right. Yes. Wayne Brady. How old is he? 51. 51. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I think we said it earlier, but like, it's just that reminder, like, like you're never done. Nope. You're never done at 51 years old to be having a, a really open conversation about the truth of who you are. That's inspirational for everybody, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's rejoicing because he's a hottie patati, isn't he? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I across, love how he t- across the land here. Yes. Yes. Hello, yes. everybody. Yes, you're all <laughs> eligible. Hey. Well, I like also how he defined being pansexual yeah. and what that means to him. Yeah. He said, I'm pansexual. He he said, put it in another way for him. He said, I'm bisexual with an open mind. You know, he said that he's a regard. He's attracted to people regardless of their sex or their gender. And, you know, he's come to this conclusion after a lot of self-work. Mm-hmm. And he said the first person that he told was his ex-wife, Mandy T- uh, Takeda. She was very supportive of this. That's lovely. Uh, yeah. And he also said that he told his daughter, who was just like, okay. I love that too. Just like okay, I love that. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that. I I I, yeah. do, I also love that. Like he really, truly, it sounds like he must have a wonderful relationship with his ex wife. Yeah. In order to be have her be a confidant in kind of that self discovery moment well, for him. Well, they yeah. are filming a reality series about. Oh, uh, uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. So Wayne Brady, his ex wife uh, Mally. And uh, it, no, excuse me. That's his uh, daughter. Excuse me. And his ex-wife and her partner are filming a reality series. Uh huh. Family. It's all, all right. making sense. See this? It's all making mm-hmm. sense. It all hangs together. Yes, it sure does. So that's supposed uh-huh. to be on Hulu sometime next year. So we'll get more insight mm-hmm. into Wayne Brady and his family structure. All right. Interesting. And let's let's make a deal. Let's. That thing is still going on. It, it is. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do people oh, still yeah. dress up? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he does a good job. He, you know, he's he very does. charismatic and just he, he really is. He's kind the show and he's going. funny and he's engaging and yeah. 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 Uh, and didn't want to get away from this dirt alert without recognizing the passing of director William Friedkin. Uh, who we learned died yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, big name in movies, lots of people coming out and celebrating him. He died at the age of 87. You know, he directed the original Exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. He directed The French Connection, among others. And uh, one of the big names in early 70s cinema, scaring the pants off of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big history there. Yeah. Uh, and a big loss for Hollywood, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can watch, a, I believe you can watch The Exorcist on Max right now. French Connection is probably out there, too. Uh, but, you know, get to know get to know William Friedkin mm-hmm. and his yes. talent. And his, you know, uh, interesting mind. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Keep the lights on. <laughs> the Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. the, but fun fact, though, rewatching The Exorcist, mm-hmm. it's not 
as scary. <gasps> That's right. You said that just a couple as weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's much more a psychological thriller and oh, inter- yeah. an internal conflict. Agreed. It, and that yeah. gets overlooked. And I thought that was the more compelling part of the movie. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. With that internal struggle, the, you know, the priest is yep. like, hey, I'm going through it. Why mm-hmm. don't I ex- exercise the demon out of this little girl while I'm going through it? Mm. Oh, anyways, yeah. we can leave with that. Yes. But Probably it's still scary. You. It's still scary. Thank though. you for that journey. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You caught up on the latest Roni, Real Housewives of New York? Sure did. Some fun themes that came out of that? Or are we still interested? Oh, things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll ask Holly about that next. Um, and, oh my gosh, some big gymnastics news. We're very, very excited. Some big players are back, back, back again. Get me to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Hi, everyone. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. So you might have heard that they've moved into a beautiful new facility. Remember I always told you, right next to Southdale? Well, they've moved now to the other end of France Avenue. Right, right, right there off of 494. You know where the Bobby and Steve's is and the Total Wine and uh, uh, Chow Bella? They're right there now. It's a gorgeous facility. And now I'm going to give you another reason to go. Say you want Botox, fillers, uh, maybe cool sculpting. Maybe, I don't know, a hydrofacial. If you've never been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic before, but you want to save money, this is the time because if you're a new client and you mention me, you're going to get a discount off your first full price service. That's right. If you've already been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you want to come back, just refer a family member or friend and you get a discount and they get a discount. Call for more information. Terms and conditions apply. Call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today. Every time I we always feel like dancing with Col- when Colleen joins oh, us. Oh, it's so fun. I'm Jason and Alexis. Yes. Oh, gosh. So good to see you, Colleen. Colleen will be here all week long. It's good to be seen. It's fun. Jason's on vacation. He'll be back in a couple weeks. And, yeah, we're, of course, watching some TV. We've got some boob tube. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that is. Oh, boob tube. Come on, high class, high class operation we got going here, guys. I sure do. Oh, it's on the boob too. There we go. I was gonna play my bell. You watched television last night. I like to watch TV. Saddle up! It's the boob tube bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV with Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. A couple of things. Oh, is that yeah. the boob tube bell? Yeah, we got the boob tube bell. I think I like <laughs> I mean, our version of it better, maybe there. I huh? mean, it does kind of look like a breast, let's be real. That's actually true. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. I'm just never mind. <laughs> let's talk about the real housewives in New York City. Yeah, did they talk about breasts at all in the new episode? They actually did, Alexis. <gasps> I'm telling oh you. Oh my gosh. I am telling you, boobies. We're a topic of conversation sidebar. This is episode four of the new season of The Real Housewives of New York City. Uh, Jenna goes over and uh, has uh, some uh, coffee with uh, with one of the ladies, which would be Aaron. Okay. Aaron has this cup. That is in the shape of a boob with a nipple on it and areola and everything. And she's like, here, Jenna, do you want to drink your coffee out of this cup? I thought of you. (laughs) And then Jenna is like, well, I can't because this is actually a creamer. 
And I don't <gasps> know if you've ever paid attention to this, but you know, the nipple spouts out milk Stop when you it. put it in there. <gasps> Stop it. But they used it for its uh, intended purpose. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's what we're working with here. I need that. I need I, that. <laughs> I have so many questions. Please. Um, my first one starts here. Holly, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> many years. <laughs> many. But I never in my life have heard you utter the words, I watched Real Housewives of New York. Well, this We're rubbing is, off on her. That, well, this is an experiment. Connor. Okay, okay. And how's it going? <laughs> this is an experiment because I have never watched a single season full of the Real Housewives of anything. Okay. I may have dabbled in the Real Housewives of Orange County yeah. back when it first came yeah. out. Yeah, but that's that was like that was like 15 years ago, mm. at least. Okay, so you're you're dabbling. So I'm dabbling, and you're four yes. episodes in, and I'm committed to finishing the episode. Okay, and Phil I will- wonders what goes on in this show, though, right? And, and why? Well, so I'm feeling the same way right now because <laughs> based on the scenario that you just described, I can't what. I don't content. Yeah, I was scratching <laughs> my head too when this season <laughs> first started. I'm like, so wait a second. They're you're just telling housewives. me you're telling me that th- this cultural phenomenon is just people sitting in a room and talking to each other about nothing. I'm shocked. And I say that with all the respect and love because Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows of all time, yeah. which is a, a, most famously a show about nothing. Yeah. So I get the thread. But literally in the first couple episodes, they were fighting about some kind of re- restaurant reservation. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't You're know if I can do this. Yes. But I am persevering. Maybe and Alexis, <laughs> Colleen, I'm here to tell you yeah? that I thought this episode, episode four, was very fascinating. <gasps> okay. What fascinated you? Because the real housewives that they featured on this episode, I would say Bryn, they featured Uba. But we got a slice of their backstories mm. and, and, and what they do, and, and Aaron as well. I'm like, okay, these people have some things going on in their lives. They yes. have some history. So it's more than they just sitting a, around talking in boob mugs. So it's more yep. than sitting around and talking in boob mugs. And then it also gives you a little context for the sitting around talking about boob mugs. Oh. And so that, I yeah. will say, was fascinating. You get, uh, you get into Bryn's history. Yeah. Uh, you know how she grew up in Indiana. Uh, it, she was a she. Her parents, her grandmother, basically raised her, and that you have a touching a uh, moment in the salon where Bryn is explaining how she grew up, and mm. then also you hear Aaron. Aaron, she's like, "Look, I'm a business lady, and I like businessing." And you also learn about Uba. Yeah. She's stressing out because she's trying to expand her hot sauce brand. She's oh, trying I to get. Mean. She's trying to get investors. <laughs> But, you know, she's saying right now she's at a crossroads in her life and she wants the advice of her mom. And you learn, you know, spoiler alert, that her mother passed away some years ago and it's tough. And I'm like, okay, so these are some real human moments that I can get behind. Definitely. Interesting. In the real housewives of New York. So I was here for this episode. Are you excited because you've recruited her? Yes! Is that what I'm seeing? Okay, I just feel like, I just, the look on Alexis's face was like (laughs) the look of Scientology Ah! when, (laughs) when, like, John Travolta rolled up. Or when I, when I, uh, when I took the bait for the free personality test. For example. Exactly. That being said, these episodes, they're, uh, 
A lot of times I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, is this done yet? Mm. Right. Is this done yet? Do I have to stretch this out for 43 minutes and then some? Because I'm watching on Peacock. So you're watching all the commercials and everything, And so I'm watching all the commercials. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Okay, Here you do see delight in my eyes, Colleen. I do. You're reading that right. But here's why it's like almost a double delight. Because... I have been kind of off the real housewives train for a while. Oh, okay. I love that they've rebooted New York, that there's new people to yeah. learn about, that they made they took extra care in picking women who already had established relationships. Yeah. So when they come into this, there's history, they can give context to each other. Yeah, it's not all fake. Yeah, they're not it's just not mashing women together. Yeah. And not all of them, I guess, with besides, you know, Uba's hot sauce. They're not all like trying to sell something right away. Right. Like, it just mm-hmm. feels like, and okay, this is a big commercial for Uba. whatever you're hawking. And even Uba isn't necessarily trying to sell her hot sauce. She came into that already being one of Oprah's favorite things. She's trying to expand her company and she's trying to find investors for there and she's trying to scale things. And so she's really, you know, in it. It's just like, this is what's happening in my life right now. I'm a business person. Mm. And I'm going to show you how stressful this actually really is. Yeah. Yep. So I appreciated that. So appreciated you get some it. Yeah, you get some context. People being real. Yeah. Uh, this they really episode. are real housewives. They are. Really. Right. Yeah. With it, with boob cups. With yes. Boob cups. And it is definitely a slice of life. You know, they're all in fashion. They're all like pretty social media savvy. And I know some people don't like that. I actually really enjoy it because it does. It's it is a slice of life with one kind of. Right. You know, they're all kind of going through things together, but there are established relationships there. It's kind of like watching. A selling sunset, uh, you know, where they're all realtors and, you know, showing the yeah. homes, but then you see their private lives and that's really a hit on Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad that maybe Andy well, and Bravo have said, hey, let's just focus on this. Well, it sounds like they woman. really did try to put the real back in real. I mean, that, yes. which, which that is a big complaint of reality shows in general is how not real they are. And this is probably still not real, but no, of course it's not. realer than maybe what has been. Yeah. In Real yeah. Housewife Land. You know what? It's real en- blood. It's real enough. It's real enough. It's real I like enough. it. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, on that note, let us know what you think of real- of Roni, the new Roni. We're going to take a break. Tender Roni. Tender Roni. <laughs> we'll be right back. He has a lot of lines like that. My friends. <laughs> oh, yes. Good luck, friends. Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071. Happy Tuesday morning. Cully Lindstrom. Hi. With Holly and me this morning, Jason is on vacation. I was doing flips at home, not literally. Okay, because <laughs> I think I could do a round off right now. I could maybe I get in a cartwheel. I have made that Somersault. mistake before, where I thought I could still do it, and then I tried to do it, and I realized that that was my memory and not reality. <laughs> the good old days, right? <laughs> I legitimately tried to do a cartwheel, and I was like, "Whoa, no, nope, things don't do what they used to do." Yeah, it feels different. Yeah. There's a lot be more careful. stress on the wrist. Yeah, what I'm saying you know? is don't try it. Don't, just, don't even try Just it. live in the wish. You would just watch <laughs> Simone Biles because, <sighs> wow, she won the U.S. Classic on Saturday. You know, she's been on, yeah. on kind of like a layaway for two years. Yeah, she's had layoff. a journey. She has. Yeah. And, wow, what a story. What a comeback. 
It's just all very exciting. Suni Lee. Yes. Our local our girl. Show. Hey, Suni. Yeah, girl. She's had some kidney problems. So mm-hmm. there were some things that she couldn't do over the weekend, but she's still going at it. Yeah. I'm just so excited. Gymnasts are phenomenal athletes. It's like, oh. I, you know, I sometimes don't think they actually get enough credit for their athleticism because yeah. I, I, you know, it's not maybe as like, I don't know. People have a tendency to focus on the like ball sports, <laughs> like sports, sporty sports. <laughs> focus on the balls. They focus on the balls. We're back but, to balls. Oh, back to balls. Everything like, back to balls. But gymnasts are unbelievable. Are you They're kidding just me? incredible. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They're incredible. Oh my goodness. It, it doesn't yes. matter what you're doing. The athleticism that comes with gymnastics yeah. is just it's stunning stunning well and, and to be overall too you've got the beam yep. you've got the bars you've got floor yeah you, if you're doing that ribbon dance right is that yeah. considered gymnastics that's, I think, rhythmic gymnastics that's, that's a whole okay. different situation whole another thing yeah Take but that still out. i don't care Vaulting. yes i mean it's it's unbelievable but the thing about simone biles that is interesting to me is first of all i mean she's the journey she's been on remember you know that time that she got the twisties and we had never, people didn't talk about the twisties. Right. We didn't talk about that as being not, not, it wasn't just part of like the conversation in the ether. And, and then you learned what that is. It's like when the gymnast like loses the horizon and then they can't. And that kind oh, of, that's so dangerous. Was the beginning of, of a, of an event for her, like in a, the beginning of like a spiral. And I don't yes. want to say, I didn't want to use the word spiral actually, but it was sort of like the catalyst for, kind of what we saw happen with her in her personal life and stepping away from gymnastics. Well, let alone the physical, but the mental toll that takes Yes, to have to go, look, this is happening to me and I need to take some time. And we love a good redemption. Right. Well, then there's that. And the there's a lot of toxicity that exists in, Mm -hmm. in um, gymnastics. And that's, I mean, we'd love to see that cleared up, but the thing about, um, the human race is we love a good redemption story. Yes. And so like, oh, seeing, she's back. yeah, seeing her come back in such a fierce way is so exciting. Oh, and, and winning the U S classic. That's cool. She said of her return, she's just has tears of joy. She just is so excited. She thanked everyone for believing in her and, oh gosh, I just get the chills yeah. talking about it. And this is also on the cusp of last month's news that Minneapolis is the Gymnastic City USA 2024. Hey, come on, Whoa. everybody. Yes. So next June, uh, we've got lots of so, big events come happening okay, here. So what does that mean for us? Like, can we go see stuff? And so this is, is the it? U.S. Olympic trials. This is coming. awesome. So they'll be held over nine days, starting June 22nd of 2024. Awesome. And um, it will be at Target Center. Okay, cool. And it looks like, yes, Colleen. You can buy tickets. You can buy you tickets. Can buy oh, my gosh. See, this is like, ah! how cool would that be? I mean, this truly yes. is like, I've been watching gymnastics on TV since I was little. But the, I've never, you know, like... I don't know. I guess we didn't even think about being able to see it in person. How cool would that be? And they're coming to our city. I know. Hi. Oh my gosh. We have 
Definitely. Dust off your leotards, ladies. You need to see this. We're headed out. Do we go dressed up like everyone's doing with I, the Barbie movie? Is that we go a in thing? leotards. <laughs> we show up and we're like, I thought everybody is dressing up. I'm ready to go, coach. Just give me a chance. <laughs> we, bring the, we bring the chalk. <laughs> yeah, we're like, and we're like counting our thighs. I'm ready to like, go. Uh, I'm ready I'm to gonna go. sit here and clap and cheer. <laughs> That's gonna be the biggest workout we do. Yep. And then I'll be like, all right, oh. we got the hot dog. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> There is something rude about that, right? Like you're watching them compete their faces off, and you're just shoving a hot dog down. Well, wouldn't your that be? Gut. I think about that all Isn't the time. That all competitive sports, oh, though. You guys, at, at that's, games. Oh, that's me at the marathon. I'm out there <laughs> with a thing of donut holes, watching people run, and nobody's chasing them, and they're just doing it for enjoyment. I'm like, you got about 15 more miles to go. Best of luck. Oh, was that where the mark is? We're, we actually, we, we are at the 14 mile mark Okay, and it's right near, um, a donut shop. And <laughs> we've been known to sit on the curb and eat donuts, but then we started to pass out donut holes. Oh. I will tell you that doesn't play well. Um, in the beginning part of the marathon with like the really fast, oh, they're runners. not interested. They don't, they're not stopping for donuts, but when you get toward the end, the people who you're like, the, you know, you guys, you're you're keeping a decent pace. You're just gonna finish. Here's a donut. Yeah, it's a little sugar rush. You know, sometimes we got that. takers. Their nipples might be bleeding by oh, that. No, point. Oh no, we don't. You know, I always say, okay, listen. If you want to see the attract, if you want to be inspired to ever run a marathon, watch on the Minneapolis side because people are still happy when oh. they're in Minneapolis. You're they right. cross over into St. Paul, and that's when you're getting the bloody nipples and the yep. chafing and puking. Woo! And, and the, once, one time, the donut holes come back up. Yes, uh-huh, and you're squeezing your own donut hole, right. trying to make it to the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> I one time I watched in St. Paul, and I because I grew up watching the marathon. I always have lived on the route. Yeah, and so my every year, my entire life, I watched the marathon. And um, one time, I went over to friends who live on lived near summit in St. Paul. We were three miles from the end. Oh. And I was like, Oh, part, what is this a horror movie? Oh. Like what I saw running at me was not what I was expecting. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's my, that's my advice. If you want to be inspired, Stay on the Minneapolis Minneapolis side. Well, I've always been at the last, at the very end. We used to volunteer for the Boston Marathon. Oh, yeah. And we were right at the one mile mark. And you're right. That's what you see. Yes. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Water is not going to help you. No. I I have a little Dixie cup of it if you want it. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then duck. Give it to them and then duck (sighs) because it might come out again. Right. Oh, my gosh. You don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) Or where? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Colleen, thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, friends. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes. You be you, friends. We love you so very much. We'll, yeah, talk tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Don and Steve Experience. Up next. <laughs>